that was just that that was borderline erotic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I preview this week's matchup between Georgia and the Kentucky Wildcats. And we answer questions from you, our listeners. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at My Got A Podcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, Oxia Time, at oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. Now, Let's join the conversation in progress. All right, John, we've got Kentucky. Yes, we've got Kentucky this Saturday. Is it you're, safe to you're, you're you're having Kentucky Fried Chicken? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now, like, oh, there's a football game. <laughs> the first, the first thing that that made me think of was uh, Chris declaring that Chick Fil A was better than KFC. But I digress. Um, <laughs> is it safe to assume that you have a Kentucky bourbon for the Kentucky game? I do have a, a, a bourbon. Um, I'll let you go first, and then I'll give you I'll give you a little a little brief spiel on my on mine. Okay, I don't have a spiel on mine, but I am okay. I am op- I am other than I am opening a bottle. Oh, oh where's the? Let me find the screen. All right, this you're opening bottle. the bottle. Oh, of angels envy. So. You've got the you've got the angels envy. Is it the the regular angels envy or is there? It is the regular, yeah. So Got Kentucky it. straight bourbon whiskey finished in port wine barrels. Let, let me tell you that that's that is a fantastic shelf uh, shelf sitter or whatever. It, yeah. Like readily readily available. It's a fantastic bottle of bourbon. It's very good, and I I don't see it uh, very often here actually. So when I see it, I I buy it. Um, very good. Incident, incidentally, when I first started getting into bourbon and found that my boss was into bourbon because he can't drink beer because of a gluten allergy or something, okay. um, but he can drink bourbon and he is mm-hmm. a huge fan of, of of Angel's Envy. And that was one of the first ones that I purchased on top of the things that John told me to buy. That was actually one of the most expensive bottles that I bought when I first started drinking bourbon because it's like 50, 60 bucks, right? Yeah, oh, that's the funny thing because I bought it. It's been sitting uh, in my cabinet for a while, so that sounds right though. I think it's around fifty. Yeah, um, but yeah, which so, is on the high end for what I tend to spend. So ex- exactly. So that you know, I'm a huge proponent of the of the value bourbons. Yeah. Um, it if it, it has to be a phenomenal bottle for for it to be like fifty something bucks, and I, why I'm always like hesitant when a, a new brand or a new bottle that someone recommends that I've never had before is at that price point. I'm like, well, I could just get some Angel's Envy or <laughs> some Four right. Roses, Four Roses Small Batch Select. Right. Um, but right. on that topic, um, but yes, excellent bourbon. On that topic, though, um, I have. Let's see, can you see it online? Ooh, I saw Evan Williams, but I can't. You guys, there we go. Ooh. There it is. It's uh, it's just Evan Williams single barrel. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of those value bottles. I think it's like thirty something bucks or something like that. Had some nice. at Greg's tailgate. Um, this is actually one of the ones that I sent you guys a picture of. Um, you and John and Hunter. Mm. Um, it was it was born in 2012. This bottle. Oh, this yes. is my 2012. Okay. This is my 2012 bottle. It caught my eye. I was looking for something else. Uh, I was looking for the bottle and bond, the old granddad bottle and bond. But it caught my eye that this bottle, like I said, was born in 2012, mm. um, has seen <laughs> <laughs> has seen the 
the greatness and the <laughs> the despair of the Georgia fan from the right. 2012 season all the way to, to today. So um, right. I think that it's a a perfect a perfect summation of of the bourbons and the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> um, That's great. It's a great bourbon, low proof. Um, I think it's like 86 proof. Yeah, that's like right at 87 proof. So it's pretty smooth. Um, but Evan Williams is the first distiller in the state of Kentucky, the first commercial distiller in the state of Kentucky. So mm, I did not know that. You, yeah. So Evan Williams was the first to kind of create the big, the big distillery that you think of today. Gotcha. So you have a lot. A lot of the bourbon, um, a lot of the bourbon game today is thanks to what he started. Gotcha, man. We're our, we we're getting a, that was like a bonus fun fact, John. You know, in, it was in, a in bonus the middle, fun fact. In the middle of the banter, we're already getting fun facts. I like it. I like it. We're <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was maybe that's a segue into some other fun facts, but we'll get into the news and notes and all that. We'll we'll do the usual format. We can otherwise, do the usual. Otherwise, I know that you're gonna like be anal retentive about it no that's okay we can go off the rails <laughs> you know what all right why don't i veer straight off the rails i i have something i, I figure now is as good of a time as any to do this because this is totally unrelated to kentucky but this is it does give me a chance to rant about me being an old man and not liking the schedule changes and teams being moved around we should okay. be playing we should be playing auburn this week okay um traditionally and uh this wednesday marks the 20th anniversary of that win at Auburn, the David Green to Michael Johnson uh, touchdown for Georgia to clinch the first ever SEC East championship. You know, that was the first time we ever went to the SEC championship game. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going to try something here, John. So go over to your, I don't know what you've got up on your computer, but for you uh, go and look at your screen. Uh, we're going to, we're going to do something and it's got good audio. So even in the podcast um, medium uh, should be good to go there. Um, are you ready? Can you see that? I can see the screen sharing. The crowd roars at us. Three wideouts. Man, we've had some shots, haven't we? Snap to David Green. There he goes in the corner again and we jump up. Touchdown! Oh, God, a touchdown in the corner with 85 seconds. Somebody went up high. Was it was it Watson or Gibson? Michael Johnson up high. We're trying to put glasses on it. And they stagger down into the screen and the fence in Johnson. the corner. Michael Johnson turned around and got up in the air. We caught the ball. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> oh, man, I miss, miss him. Uh, so good. So just had to share that. Um, you know, that team was actually supposed to be honored on the field. Um, I don't remember if we talked about that or not. I heard that elsewhere that they were supposed to be honored. Um, I think it was the Sanford game, the game where like it was supposed to rain so bad. And then like it ended up not raining and they canceled like the whole on field celebration for that team for their 20th anniversary. So I don't know if they're going to pull something together for them to be honored at the tech game or anything. Um, hmm. If only we had a guy uh, affiliated with Doc Central, we'll have to ask. We'll get we'll get word to George Foster. We'll find out. <laughs> I know, right, George? <laughs> what's up, man? Oh, man, but that just was had to awesome. Share that. Had to share that. That was awesome. So that was that was twenty years ago today, or on Wednesday, Wednesday this oh, no, week, tomorrow. Okay. So that yeah, that game was that game was November sixteenth, two thousand two. Got it. Got it. So, man, that's awesome. 
Wasn't yeah. there another? Didn't didn't we play Arkansas in the SEC championship in 2002? That was that year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. I knew that I, I was looking at it because, you know, we're playing the LSU and they're, they're, they have two losses. And that year we played Arkansas. They had two losses. And that, I don't know. The, the SEC championship has the same kind of vibe as the, as the, the Arkansas game to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I digress. No. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, that year, that year it was interesting because both um, the race, the SEC race that year really came down to the wire. You know, like we, we clinched the East on our last conference game. And then uh, back then uh, Arkansas LSU, I, I'm pretty sure they were, they used to pl- like, they played in the last game of the season. And I feel like they played like on Thanksgiving day, they either played on Thanksgiving day or Friday. And I remember it was Arkansas LSU that year, like for the West. And it came down to that last game. Uh, Arkansas beat LSU uh, to clinch the West to play us. So this this year, um, you know, Georgia and LSU obviously know know ahead of time. So, uh, hmm. so sorry, sorry to veer off. I know that's not related to Kentucky, but but it is timely. Veered, veered way off. <laughs> very, very off. Um, I guess we can. Well, let's see. What else? I guess. What do you? Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? What do you got? You got anything big going on this weekend? Uh, let's see. This weekend. Uh, no, the only thing, only thing of note is, um, I don't have, uh, we don't have a whole lot of soccer going on on Saturday, so I should be able to not have to worry too much about missing any games or whatever. They have like a a scrimmage on Saturday morning, but uh, I I do know that I will be making Ponda's famous bean dip again, because (laughs) it has been requested by my daughters multiple times this week. So shout out to Ponda. Amazing. Um, and and my my doctored version <laughs> of it yeah um yeah. that's great that's great but uh but yeah other than that carter's carter's soccer team apparently they they added uh the atlanta united academy team to the schedule again so mm. we're gonna head over to the proving ground over over with the atlanta united training ground and we're gonna play atlanta united again gotcha okay got it got it cool man um yeah i don't think we have much going on this weekend at all so um just kind of yeah we'll be hanging around watching the game i need to get the hard top back on kim's wrangler um i'm going to <laughs> attempt is it getting chilly is it getting chilly yeah uh yeah i'm gonna attempt to remember to do that this weekend i should have done it last weekend with the night game i had like all day saturday to do it and i didn't think about it so need to get that done so i've been having some issues with it so ella is the first to leave in the morning to go to high school they go so early and her car like her windows are all frozen over and she like doesn't know what to do <laughs> so uh so we've been talking about doing a little musical cars to, uh, to maybe let her park in the garage so that uh so she doesn't have to deal with that. So that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are the, the issues you, you don't think of, or, you know, until you get this, you have the, uh, the driver in the family. So at any rate, For, fortunately we have a, uh, one of the reasons we, we loved this house was that it, it had ample space on the driveway. So we can park a lot of cars in our driveway. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully nice. we won't have to worry too much about that. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, we can we can get in. We can head into the matchup. Um, I suppose. So we've got. We do. We. What's up? I was just about to say. Oh, we we have a football game. I forgot. <laughs> we do have a football game. Yeah. Sorry. As, as I'm like talking about Georgia Auburn for 2002. <laughs> uh, so kickoff is Saturday uh, at 3:30. Um, so we are on the the big CBS game of the week once again. Although this game is, you know not so much what they thought it was going to be, I guess, when they picked it. Certainly isn't what we thought it would be at the beginning of the season. Um, 
but mm-hmm. playing at Kroger Stadium in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, Georgia comes in at 10 and 0, 7 and 0 in the SEC. Kentucky is at 6 and 4, 3 and 4 in the SEC. Uh, so a bit of a drop off for these guys. Um, mm-hmm. We lead the all time series 61, 12 and 2. Um, we're recording Monday this week. So the new uh, CFP rankings aren't out, but I think it's safe to assume that we'll still be unanimous number one across all three polls. Um, Kentucky is not ranked. Um, so with it being CBS, we'll get back to, you know, Rad Nessler, Gary, Dance- Gary Danielson, and Jenny Dell. Um, and the official hashtag that we won't use is hashtag UGA versus UK. Uh, this is going to be a cold one. So we thought last weekend was cold. Uh, on Saturday, partly cloudy, high of 36, a low of 19. Um, for what I could tell, it should be 35 at kickoff. So if you're going, uh, you know, bring your starter jacket. Don't I, I I feel like a lot of people would say don't wear the jacket Kirby wore. I, I heard a lot of negative feedback on Kirby's jacket um, from the Mississippi State game. I don't know, John, if you had had this, but I had I, multiple multiple people text me that they didn't like Kirby's jacket. <laughs> Man, I, I, we are we are a we are a petty bunch, aren't we? With the with the uniforms, I guess <laughs> I guess I don't I don't run in the same uniform uh, <laughs> uniform circles that you do. I guess yeah. that you and Hunter and John are really the closest that I have to the uniform and apparel Nazis. But uh, I mean, I thought I did think it was odd, but like I was like, yeah, he's he's wearing a jacket. Like normally he doesn't wear a jacket. Normally he wears like a pullover or whatever. But right, he has um, cold. Yeah, he was he was chilly, guys. Like, give, it was give cold. The guy a break. <laughs> yeah, there was like there was no red on it. It was like gray and black. I don't know, but it, whatever. You know, it's the Nike team issued stuff. Oh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I I actually must text you this. I don't know if you noticed. I did see a staffer on the sideline. I have no idea who it was wearing the infamous Kirby sweatshirt. Uh, so other people uh, have it. Nice. I saw one on the sideline against Mississippi State. So you know, it's out there. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that you and I can get one because you know we talked about this. We're hopeful. We gotta we gotta we gotta get a bootleg situation. Come on, man. Yeah, we're hopeful. We're hopeful. All right, that's it. That's it. On what I got on the on the matchup. Um, I had a just I just wanted to run down a couple of fun facts, not not Kentucky related. So I'll do mine quickly. Um, Okay. So Georgia uh, joins Ohio State and Michigan as the only schools that are, are ranked in the country's top 10 in scoring offense and scoring defense right now. Um, so we've got that going right now. Um, and then we are, we have been ranked number one or two in 25 of the last 27 AP polls. And the other two weeks we're at number three. Um, so pretty historic times here, in Georgia, what a time to be alive. And then I know this graphic was up in the, uh, when when we clinched against Mississippi State, but just to call it out, Kirby has already tied Mark Richt um, for I believe it's the third most SEC championship appearances championship appearances for a head coach um, behind only Nick Saban and Steve Spurrier. So pretty impressive, um, and he's done that in only seven years. So five SEC championship appearances in seven years uh, for Georgia since Kirby came. Um, it's uh, it's been impressive. It's been a fun ride. Been a fun ride, and uh, hopefully we're uh, we're just still getting used to it. You know, you know. So th- those are my things. Okay, let's see. Um, where do I want to start here? <laughs> let's let's go let's go with the so fun fun facts for for Kentucky. So let's let's go with their their name. 
do you know where the the name they they get their nickname from? The Wildcats? No, I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. No. So it, it is is coined by a uh, the head of the the military department at the time um, in 1909. Um, the the name Wildcat became synonymous after they beat um, <laughs> they beat Illinois. Shout out Will Leach. Um, <laughs> they they beat Illinois six to two. Um, in on October 9th, 1909, um, on the road, and okay. I guess that a uh, a famous guy, um, Commandant Carbusier, if I'm saying that the right way, um, described the told a group of the students described the game that they fought like wildcats. Uh, so okay. I actually have some. I actually like hearing that. I'm like, are you sure that they meant wildcat? Or did they say wild hats? Wild <laughs> like, hats? No, cats. Like, like okay. wild, oh, like feral it. cats. Got it. One not, word or two words. Gotcha. Not a bobcat. Gotcha. Not a bobcat. <laughs> right, 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 right. Got it. Okay. I've caught up. I've caught up. <laughs> I just thought that that was funny. Um, that yeah. Funny. So it pretty much like, I guess it's stuck from there. So it's been around for a while. Um, but yeah. Um, I was just Googling. Um, I believe that this was another ag school previously, um, <laughs> but I don't see anything about, um, you know, that they were the Aggies or anything like that. So gotcha. Um, that's, that's, that's the first, the first fun fact. Um, Kentucky was a, a, much like our opponent last week. They are one of the 10 founding members of the SEC. And I don't think we, I don't know if we've ever like discussed anything like this, but like, do you, can you name, can you name the other, the other nine? I mean, we've oh my you got, gosh. You got two, you got two layups. So, right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt. All right. So we got Georgia and Kentucky, uh, mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, mm-hmm. uh, Sewanee. Yep. We uh, talked about that one. Yeah. Uh, Tulane. Yep. Um, well, it they, wasn't. Uh, hold on. Point of clarification: It was not Sewanee. It was known as something okay. Else. It was called like it was like all right, University of the South. Yes. Or, okay. Okay. <laughs> Man, ticky tack here, ticky tack. Uh, so Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, Auburn, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only got two more, right? Uh, mm. Oh man, you have one, two, three, four more. I've counted up to eight. Did you? Did I miss some? I don't know. Uh, man, well, now I'm like, wait, I said Auburn and Alabama already, right? You said Auburn State. and Alabama. You said Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi State, Georgia, Tulane, Georgia Tech, University of the South. That's seven. So you got three more. Okay. Uh, I thought I said another one. And Kentucky. Yeah. Well, yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. So I got two more. Uh, man, and I'm totally stalling. Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh, two more. Well, three more technically. What? Uh, Florida. Mm-hmm. All right, that was ten. Bandy and LSU. Oh uh, wait, so what? Did I, why can't I count? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, sorry. So Vanderbilt. Am I still missing one more? No, because now I've, now I've totally I, I, lost count. I went ahead. And, I went ahead and filled it in for you. Yes, Ole Miss. Okay, there we go. Okay, sorry. I just and the funny thing is, it's just because I can't count. <laughs> You were, you were told you were told that there would be no math. Still, there be no math. Oh my gosh! I don't know how I lost count there. Sorry. That was I brutal. thought that was pretty good. I did pretty good. You did pretty good. Yeah, I put you on the spot. You were that's not okay. expecting to be on the spot. No, that's okay. I I like that. I like that. I like being on the spot. No worries. I I, I should know this. Like I have um, 
I've got that book, uh, Southern Fried Football, written by uh, our fraternity brother, uh, Tony Barnhart. Um, that's kind of what it's all about. So uh, it's been a while since I've actually read that, but at any rate. So I'm going to give you a another another thing that you might be surprised by. Can you name Kentucky's all-time rival? Like, their, what is what is their biggest rival? What is it like in the most games played against or... How are we? Can I? <laughs> this is my. I'm being. I'm putting on my John hat. Clarifying question, John. What do you mean? You mean they've played them the most times, or like the most heated rival? Um, they've played them the most times. Um, hmm. I mean, like Alabama. No. No. Oh, hmm. That was a bad guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you you have in your head like who their like most hated rival is, right? Yeah. Well, see, this we're, is we're talking this... about. We're talking about two different teams. Is basically what's going down. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I mean, so because I, I would almost think, see, this is the thing where it's like weird because, you know, with Georgia has all the multiple rivals. So, like for Kentucky, you're thinking like, um, I mean, like Louisville. You, Louisville is their in state, but I could see it maybe being Tennessee, maybe Florida. I don't know. Uh, which one? Tennessee or Florida? Do which I have one? to pick? I'll give you um, a pick. I'll give, I'll give you a narrow I'll go narrow Tennessee. For you. I'm going to go Tennessee. It is Tennessee. Okay. You are correct, sir. Um, apparently, those two whiskeys, whiskey making states, uh, have played each other f- quite a few times. Okay. Um, so yeah, so K- Kentucky's biggest rival in sports, most sports, is Louisville. But yeah, no, no other football program has played Kentucky more often than Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, Got it. Yeah. So uh, they they've played Tennessee and Kentucky have locked. Locked horns uh, or whatever, 108 times in the last 114 years. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, sense. I don't. I don't know how big. I don't. Know how, how many years is the the Georgia Georgia Auburn rivalry? Um. How many years? Yeah. Because Georgia yeah. and Auburn are the Deep South's oldest rivalry. Oldest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure we started playing before. Uh. But yeah. Well, yeah. Before those guys. But anyway, I, I just thought that's one of those like unique. I, yeah. I, 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 when I read that, when I learned that, I was like, "Huh, I didn't know that Kentucky and Tennessee were were such such rivals." Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure they played. I mean, because we've hardly played Tennessee, you know, like yeah, exactly, way bigger. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah, that's. I, I thought that was interesting in the context of your favorite topic, expansion, and what it means to the traditions <laughs> of college football. That that yeah. could be another one of those long rivalry that nobody talks about. That's just been ingrained into like the fabric of the SEC, and you know these yeah. two are are founding members of the SEC. And so, anyway, yeah. I, I was I was impressed by that because I'd never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, because that's not that's not a game that anybody's gonna like fight to protect. I wouldn't think, you know, when, when expansion comes. So that's a good call. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm trying to help you out here on, on you know. Your, <laughs> I appreciate it. I old, appreciate old, man, it. old man yelling at a, at a cloud. Um, <laughs> all right. I got a couple more. And then okay. we can move on to the, the supposed game that we're going to have on Saturday. Um, <laughs> we What was, what was, Kentucky is synonymous with the, you know, the blue and the white and, don't they do, don't they do a checkerboard like isn't there like a checkerboard kind of thing kind of like Tennessee which maybe that's part of the rivalry too? Yeah, I know there is now. I don't know where they came from, but they they had yeah. their sleeves sometimes even. So yeah, right, right. So anyway, blue and white, right? They're that's kind of like the colors they're known by. I don't know if it's <laughs> an accident that Kroger is also blue and white, but I, I digress. Because mm. um, they play on Kroger Field, right? And that was, that was, that was yes. Um, 
that was not their original colors. Do you know what Kentucky's original colors were? Oh, I have no clue. But I, I, red and white. I'm just going <laughs> to. False. Okay. Um, it's always been blue. Um, okay. I guess that uh, it was, I guess that the the color, the actual color blue um, was derived from, uh, I guess, like an event in December of 1891, where people were asking, like, what color blue do they wear? Mm-hmm. And a member of the football team ripped off his necktie and held it up. And students, like, basically adopted that particular color of blue. Okay. Um, but literally, like, a year later, they changed their they changed their colors to blue and white. But prior to that, so prior to um, uh, prior to 1891, they had um, they had their their colors were blue and light yellow. So like, mm, I, I don't know, I don't know exactly what shade. I never, I didn't do, I didn't bother to like go and like investigate like what kind of color. Are we talking like UCLA kind of thing or like mm, what? right? Yeah, Kent State has a bit of that Kent, or has Kent had a bit State? of that. In the past. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, um, but yeah, basically since 1892, they've they've been blue and white. But prior to that, they were blue and light yellow. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, let's see. What was the last one that I had? Shoot. Oh, um, the last one is is kind of I don't know. It's it's kind of more like state centric, but it is part of their like traditions that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, my old my the song my old Kentucky home. Mm-hmm. Have you you've you've heard this song before? I have. Are yeah. You, are you are you familiar with what? it means and what the history is i feel like i'm I'm like delving into some topics that they might t- discuss on chapel bell but um <laughs> are you familiar are you familiar with what my old kentucky home is is about i'm actually not no i can't i don't know offhand no i don't know it's, it's kind of interesting because they sing it at all these big like kentucky events and you sing it and like i guess i guess it's like one of those songs that you just don't really think about like the meanings mm. behind stuff yeah because they're just the words are like my old Kentucky home, and you're supposed to just like forget about what that what the the writer was actually intending it to be. Mm. Um, it's actually a it's it's a song that's like sung as a, an anti slavery song, oh. right? Okay. Um, it's it's actually from the perspective of slaves singing about the, and lamenting about slavery, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually like they're singing about someone you know, taking away husbands and things like that. So um, it's actually kind of a sad song to a certain degree, but um, anyway, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's condemning Kentucky's enslavers and, you know, selling husbands away from their wives and all the, all the things that slavery entailed. But um, the, the, the writer um, Foster, he was, uh, you know, he was, he was one of America's first professional songwriters. So Mm. he's actually from Pennsylvania. The, the guy became like, he basically became like this kind of famous songwriter, which at the time was like a f- the first of its its moment. And he became that way because of the copyright laws. Um, so songs like My Old Kentucky Home and things like that that he wrote, he's actually m- able to make a pretty good living on and actually so- selling like some of his original works and things like that actually made a lot of money uh, gotcha. for, for him. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, that's that's kind of the origin, the origin of that of that song, which I thought was interesting because yeah, know, that I've is. always I've never really I've never really delved into it. Um, but yeah, 
but uh, you know, Kentucky is. Um, uh, I, I, let's let's start. Off. I can't. I can't end my fun facts on on such an. Okay. Let's, let's okay. find another another more positive note to to come off of. So we were talking about um, SEC championships with our last opponent, Mississippi State. Um, mm. who's never won the SEC. Kentucky mm. actually has won the SEC. So of the original members that we just talked about, not Mississippi State. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, who has won the SEC the more recently, other than like the traditional powers that were that you would, you know, typically think of? And I probably didn't flame, frame this question the right way, but I'm going to arrive at something that's going to make someone very sad. <laughs> So that it's the fact that it's not Ole Miss. Are we making Hunter's head? <laughs> yes, I'll just yeah. I'll just go ahead. So uh, Kentucky has won an SEC championship more recently than Ole Miss. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's where I thought you were. Going. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll just, uh, we'll, just rip, we'll just rip the bandaid off. Rip it off for Hunter. Sorry, Hunter. <laughs> Sorry, Hunter. Uh, okay, okay. That sounds right. Yeah. Those are good ones, John. Those are good ones. Good fun facts. Good fun facts. Yeah. So Ole Miss has actually won more SEC championships, obviously. Mm. But uh, Ole Miss' last SEC championship was in 1963, which is 13 years before Kentucky's most recent conference championship. Gotcha. So there's 30, they have a 39-year 39, 39 drought, um, Kentucky. Okay. 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 Got it. Got it. Good ones, John. Good ones. Bringing it, bringing it hard with the fun facts. Nice. Yes. All righty. Um, let's see. A couple of news and notes. Um, one, uh, the Tech Georgia Tech game time was announced. So as we anticipated, that's a noon kickoff um, next Saturday. So just FYI on that. Um, I think we're like the first reigning national champion to never have, to not have a night game since it's like 1999 or something crazy like that. But I I, I think uh didn't really want this one to be a night game. It would have been nice to have a different be a night game, but. Kirby doesn't want a night game the week before the SEC championship. So I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, I'm cool right. with it. I just, I just would prefer more night games at home. Like that's right. really the. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Some, I mean, the ones that point, we got. I'm hoping at some point, I'm hoping that ESPN, when, when they take over this, this TV contract, that they'll give us some four o'clock games. Like, can I just get like a sweet spot and then in the middle that's of the what I was, That's what I was hoping. I was hoping that Georgia Tech would be at whatever the time. There's an SEC network game that's at either like three or four. I was hoping for that. But again, we're getting the quote-unquote more prestigious slot at noon on big ESPN against Georgia Tech. Because that that slot actually that I wanted is Kentucky-Louisville, actually, um, mm-hmm. that weekend. So, um, so that's that. Um, and then for Kirby's press conference, uh, just some injury updates. So we had talked about Javon Bullard. Um, we weren't sure what was going on there. So Kirby said he has a lower leg contusion. We fully expect him to be able to play. So that's good. Um, and then, uh, getting the hopeful kiss of death, uh, was once again, AD Mitchell, like Kirby went through this whole, whole like diatribe around like, um, all these like reasons, like why he couldn't play and why he's been held up, et cetera. But then, then he said, so we're again hopeful to get him back this week, but it will be day by day. So I wouldn't expect to see AD Mitchell based on that. So we'll see. We gotta continue to wait for him. Um I read I read an article. I read an article. I don't know who who wrote it, um, but like it's it actually was painting a, a much more bleak picture of um AD Mitchell's situation. I don't yeah. know if this was before or after the the press conference, but I don't know. Like reading that article, I was like man, are we ever going to see him again like this right. year? Right. It sounded what Kirby 
was saying was very bleak because he went into some details around like doing the surgery like that Arian yes. Smith had to like tighten everything yeah. up was not an option for AD for whatever. And I'm not a doctor. I have no idea why it would or wouldn't be, but um, he couldn't get that surgery done. So like Arian Smith had that. I think Tua had that. Um, Kirby went through a couple other examples and that wasn't an option for AD. So yeah, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at the point now and I feel like that, I don't know, the offense is kind of at a point now where they've kind of just decided that he's probably not going to be factoring much at all. And you're probably looking at a situation like a George Pickens where they're coming in in the national championship game or something or a playoff or something like that, where they're contributing, you know, in package situations. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. For sure. I I have, you know, I was super, I'm, I'm actually like super sad. Like I, yeah, I know. I know. I, I'm I'm beyond like frustrated that he has been. I, I I hate it for him, man, because I feel like that this was a breakout season for him, and it yeah. just pa- it pains me that he is that he's hurt. So I'm I'm there with you, man. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, and especially when we got to see him look that part against Oregon. You know, like he had such yeah, a good game dude. against Oregon. So um, and really everywhere, right? Like catching the ball, blocking everything. So I mean, I yeah, hope that. I hope that he can he can fully recover and you know I, I what do you he's he's got he's got more eligibility so he could come back but I he could really, come back I really thought that he and Stetson had made a connection that they right. built on it and he, you know the the past that he had with a, I, I thought that was a Devonte Smith situation yeah. and he was yep. going to ride that into the season into a potential like Heisman run I, I really thought that he would be that person and earn yeah. himself millions upon millions of dollars in the process. Yep. Yeah. So he, he's one of those guys where, I mean, he's a true sophomore, but I, from what I understand, he like took a year off in between high school and college. So it's all about when you graduate high school. So he will be three years removed from high school. So he's draft eligible, but he has with COVID, I think he has like, uh, or wait, maybe he wasn't here at the COVID year or was he? So he I took yeah, a I don't year know. off. He took a year off high school. I guess I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. There's something like, or he like went to, um, uh, it's like, he like went to like military school for a year or something. I forget what it's, there's a name for uh, a lot of people do did. this. Like Larry, like Larry Fitzgerald did the same thing back like in the, in, in when he was in college. It was this, is this like a Hargrave, Hargrave military situation? Yeah. Like what we used to do? Good question. I'm actually not sure. I think, yeah. Like prep school, I think basically prep is school. The, yeah. the term. So I'm not sh- actually a hundred percent sure that's what he did, but I know there is an extra year there somewhere. So yeah. So he's, he's draft eligible, but he could stay for at least two more years. So got it. Um, happier thing. I got a, a funny thing I thought from our guy Kiris. So Kiris, after his big day last weekend, he had made media availability availability today. He got a question about having multiple tight ends in the field and how that affects wide receiver playing time. And here was Kiris' answer. I love this. He said, if something is working, why stop it? That's my mindset. I'm here to win games. I'm not here to have a thousand yards, 20 touchdowns. If I wanted to come in for that, I would have went somewhere else, but I'm trying to put championship years on our walls and trying to be a national champion an sec champion. So whatever coach Munkin feels like is going to put us in the best situation to win. I'm down for it. That's our guy. Kiris, John. That's our guy. Love it. I need to, I need to go. I need a cold shower, Jim. (laughs) That was just, that, that was borderline erotic. I need, I need a minute. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Let me go have a cigarette and fin- finish this bourbon, and I'll be right back. <laughs> oh man, 
Yeah, never, never doubt Kiaris, and you know, never doubt him for a good quote either. Never apparently. doubt him for a good interview. Holy cow! Like the guy needs to be in media availability every week. So mm-hmm. good for Kiaris. Uh, we, we were we were stoked to see him have the uh, game he did this past weekend, and you know, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's what sent him out there front and center today. So uh, it's pretty awesome, pretty awesome, good stuff from Kiaris. Yeah, the broadcast crew on the last on the last game was also like complimentary of him. Just yeah, I think that he was it. Was it um, not Blackledge? I, I, I McDonough. 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 Uh, he was very complimentary of of Kiaris. He was like, you know, by all accounts, a very nice gentleman. Like he's, mm-hmm. like, oh well, like, like that, literally, like that was unprovoked. So yeah, yeah, clearly, sure. clearly struck a nerve somewhere for him. So right, yeah. The officially unofficial Mike uh, wide receiver Mike got a podcast is um, mm, never doubt yeah, Kiaris. That was good stuff. Good stuff. All right, well, let's let's dive in. Let's talk about uh, what to look for when Georgia has the ball um, on offense. So I do have Touchdowns, a couple of things. The end. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, so here, here's what, uh, just a couple of notes on Kentucky's defense. So um, their leading tackler is DeAndre Square. He's a linebacker. Um, you know, if you kind of look across their defense, like not a lot of like names are like jumping out a bit of a no-name defense, but you know, Kirby said that they are a tough physical team. That's kind of what they're known for. Um, mm-hmm. and he was saying that you can kind of ask our players that they'll say the same thing. So um I was just kind of looking through some numbers, and one thing I will say is as far as points allowed per game, so Kentucky allows 20 points a game. Um, that's the best defense we played all year as far as points they're allowing. Mm. Um that's still true if you only include their power five opponents. So against the power five, they're allowing 23 point, like 23.43 points a game. Um, so relatively low. Um, and they're actually the number three defense in the SEC as far as points allowed uh, per game. So behind only Georgia and Alabama. So, um, you know, that hmm. that hasn't so much been their issue is, um, is their defense has been more their offense. So, you know, they're going to be physical. They're going to come out. I mean, this is, um, you know, that's kind of their brand of football, right? So they're going to come out there. They're going to be physical. They're going to, they kind of try to do what we try to do. Like they try to win the way that we used to, I guess so much, because our offense is so much more explosive than theirs, um, especially this season, but they're going to come out and they're going to try to, I think they're going to come out and they're going to try to stop the run. And, um, you know, if you read Graham's 12 takeaways this week, you know, I, I think what he what he was main thing he was pointing to is that's not enough anymore when you're playing Georgia because no, even if you take away the run, we can throw it. So um, don't don't think that'll be enough. Uh, I agree. Let's just um, all right, so are, are we talking? Let's just talk their defense since it seems like that's kind of what we're. It feels like that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. Our offense, their defense. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a rundown of the teams that have comprised those statistics. Mm. Okay. Okay. Fair. And you tell me, and you tell me if this makes you feel any better about it. Because like when I hear you say that, like basically, you know, nobody scored more than 20 points on this, on this team, right? Like what was the average points per game? Well, average. Yeah. So the average points per game is 20 points a game, but that's against all competition. If you filter out down to the power five, it goes up. I mean, we're, it's, it's November. It's November, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that that's a, enough of a body of work to, to kind of mm-hmm. make it a consideration. Right. Yep. Um. So when you say that out loud, I'm like, Oh, right. How, how, are, how is the spread 22 and a half or whatever? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's run through the teams. Okay. Kentucky has played Miami, Ohio, 
They've which played. Georgia beat in basketball tonight, by the way. That's my basketball second. Nice. A fun fact. <laughs> I love it. Continue. What's basketball? All right, sorry. Continue. Um, they've played Florida. They, they played Florida in the second game of the season back when, you know, AR-15 wasn't throwing touchdowns. Right. Um, they played Florida. They've played Youngtown, Youngstown State. Right. They've played Northern Illinois. Right. They played Ole Miss, which... Yep. They played South Carolina. They played mm-hmm. Mississippi State. Womp womp. Yep. They played Tennessee. They've played Missouri. And they've played Vanderbilt to this point. Yeah. Yep. Man, dude. Like, that is just a gauntlet of offense, isn't it? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, we literally just named off, with the exception of maybe Ole Miss, and I, I'd have to go back I'm, to be perfectly transparent. Like, I didn't dissect that game or anything like that. Um, I'll say that game know. like broke them, man, because they were, you know, that they was their were, first loss. It was, it was their, their first, first loss, loss they of the were season. Four and zero going into that game, and they lost that yeah. game, and then they kind of fell apart. So, well, uh, yeah, they kind of fell apart. They lost to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We lost South Carolina. Yeah, um, they lost it. So here's the comparable, right? Like, so Tennessee basically has an offense that is effectively, you know, mm-hmm. marginally better than us. And they beat Tennessee or Tennessee won 44 to six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that tells me that through all of that, and like I said, without going too much into the old Miss thing, I'll let Graham and, you know, Chapel Bell Curve and those guys like dissect the, you know, all that. But I'm just looking at the Tennessee game as a comparable. And that's probably why the line is 22 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I am. I am interested to see. I meant to mention this earlier, but I'll just say it now because like, you know, our offense did have to deal with the cowbells last week. Right. So it was a very loud environment, uh, even though Mississippi State, you know, oh my, oh shoot, they got better record than Kentucky. Even, <laughs> even though Kentucky did, did beat Mississippi State. But so what I'm curious is what's the environment going to be like at Kentucky, considering they, they're coming off this loss of Vanderbilt? Um, like, are their fans, you know, because they usually get like way up for Georgia. And I mean, I guess, you know, we're the number one team in the country coming in there. I would assume they're going to get up for it. It's 3.30 kickoff. Um, but we'll see. I'm curious to see what kind of environment we're walking into. Is it going to be loud and noisy or are they, or is Georgia going to take over the stadium? Uh, you know, okay. So, so we'll see. Given, given what we saw in Starkville, and this is why I like, when you mentioned you mentioned the points per game, like what the defense is, what their defense has given up, and all that stuff, like, oh man, that makes me worry. And then, and then, like in the back of my head, for like a split second, yeah, split second, Jim, I was like, man, we're going on the road. It's going to be a night game again in Kentucky, or you know, afternoon well, game in yeah. Kentucky. Well, well, you know, what right. I mean, it'll be cold, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> um, yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to play on the road in the SEC, right? Like. You yeah, know, yeah. If we if we start turning the ball over, like what what is it going to look like? Um, but there's probably going to be a lot more Georgia fans at this Kentucky game that I feel like anybody really recognizes because yeah, it sets up very similar to like a vacation, right? Because yeah, so this weekend for a lot of counties in Georgia, and this is a little inside baseball, Mister North Carolina. <laughs> okay, yeah, hit me. So this weekend is setting up like a vacation for a lot of folks in the state of Georgia. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, So Cobb County schools are out next week. Thanksgiving break starts next Monday, which I was super bummed to hear because I've had kids almost sick for the last like week and a half. I feel like, so I've got to have them home again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so what I feel like is going to be happening for a lot of folks, and I'm I'm not sure, maybe you can chime in DeKalb, Fulton, Paulding, 
uh, what are some of the other counties around Metro Atlanta, but um, Gwinnett, uh, you know, I'm not sure, but like for, for Cobb County, which is a, well, there's a lot of Georgia fans in Cobb County. They're looking at a week of a week off and a, a game in Kentucky uh, this weekend. So a lot of folks I feel like are going to take advantage of that and drive up to Kentucky and they're mm-hmm. going to do what you and your dad did when driving through the north, and they're <laughs> going to stop right. along the Bourbon Trail. And there's a lot of folks that are just packaging this up into their Thanksgiving break. And Kentucky is about to get taken over. I feel like nice, yeah. That, that, that would be good to, to have help a feeling the crowd. There's going to be a lot of red. I mean, like I said, just yeah. look at all the people that went to Mississippi State and Starkville in the middle of freaking nowhere. Yeah, where people yeah. had to stay in people had to stay in Tuscaloosa, which probably <laughs> yes. Right. Seeing, seeing the videos of everybody like driving from Tuscaloosa with their UGA national championship stuff is, is amazing to me. Right. Yeah. Um, no, seriously. But yeah, I mean, I mean, people traveled to, to Starkville for, you know, nothing. Right. And this is like, like I said, for a lot of folks is on the heels of a vacation. So I, I think we're going to, I think we're going to show up in, in Kentucky and surprise them. Yep. I like it. I like it. Um, Anything else? I, I don't. I, I guess. Um, I don't actually know it. I think we've got some more listener questions about the offense later too. So that's probably good. Um, unless or, you have anything else. Uh, are we Are we going to the offense or whatever? I mean, okay, I, we, I mean, we talked about. I talked a lot about Kentucky's defense and what their schedule sets up and why the the spread is what it is. Our our offense, you know, is, again, I, I said this on Twitter before we jumped on the recording. Like, I've I've I'm, I'm over it at this point. There's another team in the country that can beat the University of Georgia, except for the University of Georgia. If Stetson Bennett doesn't throw interceptions, if our running back core doesn't fumble the ball, you know, God bless them. I, I hope that Kirby Smart has just like finally, like just had it had it with the, the fumbles because it's an issue. It's it's a, it's a legit concern that I have as we move forward into tougher games and in, in SEC championship and, you know, by all measures looks like we're going to be in the college football playoff you know run the table the rest of the way as things get harder it's going to be harder to overcome those turnovers and do what we've done against teams like florida against mississippi state um to overcome you know multiple turnovers we're we're, we're sitting right now at minus two turnovers yeah that's yeah that's not good that's not yep. good and we're still beating the crap out of people right right yep yep so agreed from an offensive standpoint we just got to hold on to the ball like literally protect the ball and we're going to beat everybody. And I think Kirby smart knows that. And I think that's part of the reason why, like we, when people like are complaining or you hear pundits talking about, Oh, they, there's no style points or, or whatever. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, if, if we're up two scores, he's shutting it down. Cause yeah, nobody's yeah, going yeah. to beat us. Right. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, before we move on to the defense, uh, I just want to take a moment to remind everyone that season three of my got a podcast is presented by Oxia time. Uh, if you want to commemorate the dogs national championship in style, you've got to check out their Georgia national championship timepieces and reminder. We talked about this last week, but just a reminder for everyone. There's now a watch that has been added to the collection. Uh, so the Alethia two is the first women's watch in the collection. It comes with both a stainless steel herringbone mesh strap, uh, you can also swap that out for a nice white alligator leather strap. So if you're a gator hater, uh, your lady's a gator hater, maybe you want to get her this fine watch. Uh, this is the one for you. Um, and additionally, complimentary custom engraving is included in your purchase. Uh, so definitely go check them out at uh, oxiatime.com. That's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. 
And always remember, uh, exclusively for our listeners, you can get 10% off of these timepieces by using the code MYGATAPODCAST at checkout. And ladies, if you're listening, I know that there are some some ladies out there that do listen. Adrian, yes. <laughs> Valkyrie Dog, Mandy, if y'all are listening, drop the hints to your husbands because I promise you that they are gonna they're probably clueless. So just start dropping the hints. <laughs> Love you it. Need, Love you it. need the ladies' watch because it's uh, beautiful. It is. It is. It's. Uh, it's. It's pretty cool looking. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, let's talk about the Georgia defense slash the Kentucky offense. So what are we, what are we looking for when Kentucky has the ball? So uh, just run, run through some players. So Will Levis, uh, future number one overall pick. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I can resist. Um, I, I, I think I told you, right, when Lily and I went to a Panthers game, the guy behind me was like, well, I don't know. Like everyone says that Will Levis guy is going to be the number one pick. And I turned around and I was like, no. <laughs> so, Anyways. Um, but so he's 154 of 233. Uh, so 66% uh, completion percentage. He's thrown for 2012 yards, 16 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Uh, Chris Rodriguez is their leading rusher. Uh, 134 carries for 733 yards and six touchdowns. He is their workhorse back. Um, he was just, he was out early in the year. He was, he was suspended for the first few games, but he is back now. Um, and receiver, they've got like a trio basically, uh, between Tavion Robinson, Barry and Brown and Dane key. They all have pretty similar stats. And I, I think the big issue for this offense is they are missing Wandale Robinson. So that was, that was like their little speedy receiver last year. That was kind of their Mr. Everything. And mm-hmm. I think, I think they're they're missing him this season. I think that's kind of been their issue on offense. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Jim. It is I guess a, a question that I might ask of this offense is, or this team in general, mm. is is there anybody that's lost more money than Will Levis this season? <sighs> I, I guess one could argue Mark Stoops has lost more money because coming into mm. the season, people were talking about Mark Stoops is like, is he going to coach? Oklahoma or or whatever, mm. like you know, there's there there's some rumblings that he was gonna potentially like take a bigger job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that any hopes that he had of you know <laughs> switching to a stepping stone situation has probably been shut closed. Yeah. I never got the Will Levis hype in the first place, but I don't know. If he has a huge arm or something, the NFL is weird with measurables sometimes. So who knows? Maybe he hits the measurables and he still gets drafted relatively high, but I would tend to agree with you. Listen, Jim, um, there's a gentleman by the name of Tom Brady that was not a f- very, you know, like, I mean, I guess he was like, I guess he was pretty decent in, in Michigan or whatever, but like, I don't know. He, he well, actually, he'll, he'll probably make us all look like idiots and eventually become the next Tom Brady. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, who knows? Or he could be the next Tim Couch. Mm. Or he could be the next Tim Couch. Oh, hey. uh, okay, so reminder, I do have a reminder uh, that last year, um, uh, so this is a d- defensive thing. So last year, uh, we gave up a touchdown to them. They, they did the epitome of the desperately trying to score. Remember last year they scored with like four seconds left their offense. Uh, Stoops was like calling timeouts with inside of 10 seconds, uh, to get a touchdown in at the end of the game, even though we won like 30 to 13. Um, so maybe we'll see them do that, do the uh, desperation trying to score again. Yeah. Yeah. We we there's there's a world there's a world like I said in the last game, as long as we protect the ball like we gave 14 points away to Mississippi State there's a world where they could be in in the the desperation mode of trying to score that touchdown so 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they're gonna, they, I mean, they are a, they're a ball control team, right? Like they're going to, as far as like what they're going to try to shorten the game and chew the clock. Um, and mm-hmm. right. I mean, that's what they do. They, they, they're going to try to limit Georgia's possessions, et cetera, keep Georgia's offense at the field by having crazy long drives. So as long as we can get out to some semblance of a lead, like they can't catch up, you know, because that, that's what happened last year. We were up big and they were still doing these long methodical drives. Like that's all they can do. So that's how they're built. That's what they're yeah, built. I, to do. I mean, the only way that they're going to be able to do that is if they try to run the ball. And if you try to run the ball on this team, good luck. Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's I mean, not much. There's a, I mean, you know, again, like welcome back Jalen Carter. He's been phenomenal since yeah. he came back. And so this is, this is a big game for him, I think. So, I mean, yeah, I have a feeling that he's going to, he's going to own, he's going to own them. Right. Yeah. Listen. So if last week was supposed to be that type of game, you know, mm-hmm. I, I listened to the boys at 100 Sanford and I guess this would be a good time to plug, you know, the squad, um, you mm-hmm. know, 100, go listen to 100 Sanford and what George Foster has to say, Lamar Lovelace, Graham, Trick or Trey. Um, those guys are great. Um, but I think that uh, George, George had mentioned that he had wanted the, the last game Mississippi State, that he thought that this would be a game where the youngsters could come out at the mm. at halftime in all intents and purposes it probably should have been that way um <laughs> right. had the punt return not happened we probably yeah. would have been in that situation um this is a game where i would love for that to happen because we've got other things going on later in the season i don't want anybody getting hurt you know having a battle for a you know 10 15 point victory i'd, I'd rather stetson be sitting in the pine the entirety of the second half. So in my opinion, I would love for us and I'd be totally happy to be completely bombed on the coach trills, uh, you know, predictions here. (laughs) I will sacrifice my coach trill predictions for just give me a victory, a a comfortable victory, even if it's like a, you know, 28 to 26 victory with this, with the second string struggling the entirety of the second half, the third string struggling, with a walk-on struggling in the fourth quarter. A 28 to 26 point spread victory, or we're winning this game 28 to 26? Yeah, I don't know. I want to make sure I heard that right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) if if they're scoring garbage touchdowns and then all of a sudden a a 30-point win becomes a 20-point win or whatever. Okay, got it. just want to clarify. Okay, you're good. Yeah, Continue. whatever. I I, I don't care. As long as we have the game in control, like we've seen, like, you know, the Tennessee game, you know, we, we were in control. The yeah. Mississippi State game, we were completely in control, but Stetson and those guys were still playing. Like, I mean, right, right. I right. don't want anybody to getting hurt at the last minute. I, and I'll tell you, I'm going to give you a for instance. When Lad McConkey broke that touchdown, and at the very end of the touchdown run, that guy swiped his hand. Mm. And I, like, a part of me had to, like, my heart, like, skipped a beat. I was like, oh, is he going to, is he going to, like, roll his ankle on this? Like, Sorry, you know I mean? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, I knocked on my head, John, cause you can't say these things. So I knocked on my head. I can't, on wood. I can't, you know, um, I'm working on the table multiple times. That's okay. That's okay. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's see. I've got, uh, special teams. Uh, I have a couple of notes on special teams. Um, so first thing, um, I would like to fair catch all kick off returns. Um, <laughs> 
hopefully hopefully i don't know if you've listened back to our review episode john but that did that that did make the cold open i did <laughs> i did I listen sorry my, my family my family makes fun because you 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 have the luxury of listening to this before the right you have the luxury right. of putting it all together so you don't have to like listen in front of your family so when i try to listen and critique myself you know like oh i shouldn't have said that or why didn't i say this Oh, uh, sorry, like an idiot. Yeah. You're working on your craft. You're working on your I'm, craft. I'm, I like on, I'm, 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 I'm doing film. <laughs> it's film review. I'm doing yeah. film review, right? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, man. That's so and so, and so my family makes fun of me. Like, my kids are like, ah, oh, why do I have to listen to this? That's uh. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, but yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was definitely a, a tidbit that I saw. And I, I still, like, I still am, str- I, I haven't looked it up. I, you know, in, in fairness, I haven't looked it up. Oh, like, but, when did that rule change? I yeah, still like, can't when remember. When did that rule change? When it has been change? a while. I mean, it's been several years, but I can't remember when it was either. I mean, like, that's one of those things, like, like, ah, oh, this isn't football. You know what I mean? Like, if you fair catch it in the, <laughs> outside of the end zone, you got to take the ball there. Yes, like, it, it was one of those, like, safety of the game uh, kind of rule yes. changes. So, but at any yeah. rate, my, my point on that is well twofold. One, hopefully we're only we only have to return one kickoff for the entire game. So I obviously want to say that. <laughs> but like our kickoff returns have not been good. So just touch back, fair catch it, whatever. Let's start at 25. That's my first thing. Um yes, another thing, I agree. Uh let's see, their kickers. Uh they've got uh Matt Ruffalo is their field goal kicker. He's 12 and 19 on the year with a long 50 yards. And their punter is Colin Goodfellow. And he has an average of 41.5 yards uh, per punt. John, I ask you, what happens when good fellow punts to the good lad? I was just about to make that <laughs> joke. You beat me to it. Dang it. <laughs> good uh, fellow to the good lad. Uh, <laughs> that would make my day. Listen, yeah, yeah. that would make my day. We we need to like slip that line to Brad Nessler. Uh, I'll have him slip that in here somehow. Okay. All right. So before we get into the listener questions, uh, let's just want to remind everyone that my got a podcast is powered by Zencaster. So Zencaster is an all in one podcasting uh, platform. When John and I set out to do this remote podcast, you know, from two different states back in 2020, uh, we had a bunch of research on what we could use because uh, we had never done this before. And Zencaster is where we landed and it's what we've been using since. Uh, so like I said, it's all in one. You can record, you can actually edit and produce. Um, you can record both audio and video and they now have hosting as well. Um, so definitely recommend it. If you are interested in starting your podcast, uh, be sure to go check them out. So just go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code, my God, you'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster professional. We want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. All right. Oh, don't lie to the people, Jim. Don't lie to the people, Jim. You, you, you did all the research. Uh, okay fair. Fair. (laughs) you you called me up the day before this thing was supposed to start right (laughs) hey we've got i i i tweeted out the text receipts of like hey you want to do a podcast (laughs) okay it's it's that easy dear listener it's that easy i did i did the research that is true all right so it's not not that easy it's not that easy jim does all the work we love you jim (laughs) without jim we couldn't do this I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, this is where we get cheesy. Like, I mean, John couldn't, I mean, what am I going to do? Sit here and talk like by myself? I can't do that. So, uh, that would be interesting. Um, it would be uninteresting. Okay. Let's hit the listener questions. Uh, all right, John, question. I mean, Will Kaplan gave us like a Thanksgiving question. Do we want to answer that now or should we punt that to next week? 
I mean, I put up my Christmas lights, so might as well. Okay. All right. Will Kaplan, uh, power rank these Thanksgiving sides. Uh, oh, and I've, and I've got an update because he didn't clarify because he got called out. So I'm going to read it the new way. Uh, mashed potato, uh, dressing, green bean casserole, and then any other item you do with your respective families. So what's your number one power ranking amongst, amongst those, John? So to recap, mashed potatoes, uh, dressing, and green bean casserole. Okay. I feel like that will. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to go back to the drawing board on this question because I feel like this is an underrepresented list. Well, just of these three, he only wants you to power rank these three, and then just those give, three. Yeah, well, he, he wants you to and any other item you do with your respective families. Okay, so what else? That's I mean, a lot of stuff. That's a lot <laughs> of stuff. <bro. laughs> this is why I said we need to punt to next week. <laughs> Fair. I'd say will. Let's go back to the drawing board and build this question out a little bit more. For gonna, the Thanksgiving week, we're, which we'll, we'll, we will address in the okay, review. We'll, okay, we can do that. We can do that. Because by the time we do the, wait, well, whatever, the review or the preview, I guess. We'll do, we'll record our tech preview because we got to travel or I have to travel for Thanksgiving. So yeah, we'll, the, mm. our, our tech preview will be out before Thanksgiving. I can, I can say that. Okay. Um, all right, well, let's, let's move on. Sorry, Will. Hope you're, hopefully you're cool with that. There's just so um, many other options. I'll give, I'll give you, I'll give you some things to think about. No, right? don't give like, examples. No, you got to give examples. Okay, go ahead. I'm, right, I'm going to be asked. I'm going to be asked to power rate these things. Let's go. You got mac and cheese. You got squash casserole. You've got cranberry sauce, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of cranberry sauce. You've got uh, sweet potato casserole. You've got um, let's see. All right, I'm else? cutting you off. I think that's All enough. Right. That's. <laughs> you, are there, are there other things that you don't that you guys have or? Don't have or whatever. I, yeah, my my, fa- my father-in-law brings uh, Brussels sprouts. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Okay, so I mean, you know, Will also wanted us to do like the chicken, uh, you know, NCAA tournament style bracket. So we'll we'll let's let's work on this uh, before Thanksgiving, and we'll 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 get it short up a little bit more. All right, Will's, uh, Will's big on the food questions. I love it. I know, I like it. I like it. You know, Will is the reason why we've had raising gains. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was so disappointed we didn't have it. This is true. So, this is true. Shout out, Will. Uh, all right, Zach, SE Dog eight six four. How bad do you have to be to lose to Vandy? Uh, and then he said, "Side note: Stetson is a better prospect for the NFL than Will Levis at this point." Um, I, I think Kentucky actually. I mean, they they fell into the trap game thing last week. I mean, mm. they were looking. At, mm. They got caught looking ahead to Georgia and lost to Vanderbilt. So, <laughs> kids, don't look ahead to the next week's opponent. Uh, you always got to focus at the task at hand because humility is always only 60 minutes away. Oh, that's Kirby smart right there. <laughs> Thank you, sir. How long you been waiting on that one? Sorry. <laughs> uh, I would that sounded, say that sounded rehearsed. <laughs> it wasn't. I actually, I actually just came up with that. <laughs> was totally oh, bad. nice. Uh, hey, I didn't like okay. write it down or anything. I don't. I don't write. Okay. I don't write down listener question answers. Okay. I do read them out of time. Um, <laughs> I, I will say NFL people probably would disagree still for whatever reason, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I respect the dig at at, at Lovis. Um, yeah. Chad Jarvis, uh, you you think the line versus Kentucky is too big, and do you guys think we will go into this game hoping to be more balanced than we were last week? Also, please let's win the turnover batter battle. So yeah, we, we hit the turnover battle earlier. What do you think though about the offensive balance? Do you think um we're gonna try to aim 
because we'll talk about the line when we get to the predictions, but you think we're going to look to be more balanced? I mean, last week, not a lot of rushing, right? So pretty much all in the air. If I'm, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm probably trying to do the same thing that we, that Mississippi state did. Um, based solely on the fact that our running backs seem to cough the ball up. Mm. Um, so if, if you were trying to scheme around this offense, you know, you, you either like, sit back and you know try to try to try to cover like i i didn't mention this on the on the last episode but like you look across the field and you're like how do you defend georgia well Mm -hmm. they've got this guy brock bowers he's really good you got to cover him and then it's like well if you cover him like what do you do about this guy named darnell washington and then it's Mm -hmm. like oh man he's like a lineman an offensive (laughs) lineman running running down the field against anybody on the field and it's like okay well you got those two guys well, then you've got, oh, yeah, this guy, Lad McConkey, he's got four, he's got track speed and can catch the ball and can literally do everything. Or you've got Rosemary Jack Saint, um, who has really come on. I feel like he's earning mm-hmm. himself a yeah. lot more looks. And then you've also got this guy that you can't ever doubt, Kyrus Jackson. Um, <laughs> in the nice. backfield. Oh, yeah. And by the way, they have a running back named Kenny McIntosh that catches balls in the back out of the backfield. Like, Literally, it's like pick your poison from a passing game perspective, right? right? So do you trust your defense to try to sit back and like just cover somebody? Or mm. and at that point, you know, they're you're gonna have numbers advantage up front uh with a running game. So our that's that's where our running game would excel in a situation like that where they're trying to sit back and take away the pass. Um right. But the the this the formula against Stetson has always been and probably will always be until you know, the end of this season, maybe um, the, the formula against this team in Stetson is to blitz the hell out of them. And mm-hmm. like Graham said, you know, he, you could do that maybe last year, you could do it maybe the year before, but you ain't doing it this year. son. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as far as like what we're going to, are we going to try to be more balanced? I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I don't really care anymore. Like, and, and we've talked about before, like the whole, like take what the defense gives you. So yeah. You know, like, I don't, like, I don't think you need to be like balance for balance sake. Like a well, Bobo, I think used to try to do that a lot. Um, so, you know, you got to run enough to keep him honest, but I mean, if we're throwing the ball around, I mean, yeah, dude, I, I can't believe like some things that are coming out of my mouth this season. Like I texted my dad on Saturday. I was like, can we please just stay in the shotgun? Like, <laughs> like, why are we under center? Like, what are we even doing? And like, this is not, I, I was like, I can't believe I just said that. Um, uh, you know, yeah, but like, yeah. you know, whatever, like uh, what, what do what's working. So I, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to, I'm going to trust Munkin to, you know, to, to take what they're giving us. I agree. Trust Munkin. There had been, there've been some times this season where I'm like, man, why are we doing that? Like, Oh yeah, I, I do know. that too. I do that too. Deja, Deja, like Dejon Edwards, like off tackle, like just, just, just run that cannonball up the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, balance is not a thing for this, this, this team, especially given the fact that like a lot of the little quick outs are basically running plays. So it's hard to really. It's not like the Bobo days of old where it was like fifty percent pass, fifty percent run. Exactly. Really, like it had to be. It had to be exactly fifty fifty. Where right? it was like so obvious that this is a run play, this is a pass play. <laughs> like now it's a little bit more gray because mm-hmm. yeah, think, yeah, things have evolved. We're not Neanderthals anymore. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm just kidding. Uh, we can't have a fullback. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. We're not old. It's a, this isn't old man football. Yeah, That's true. exactly. That's no true. Fullback. This is this is modern football, is what I've been told. 
All right. Uh, 51 to 7, GATA. Back in the day, did you think the dogs would ever tackle Jared Lorenzen? And he said, <laughs> I I did not. Uh, I don't you know, know. It's hard to tackle a refrigerator. He said, you know, and of course, of course, rest in peace. Uh, you know, he died a couple years ago. Very sad. Uh, yeah. Dude, dude was a monster to the point that Larry Munson referred to him as Godzilla. Like he had, <laughs> he had, he That's had all cool. these nicknames, like, you know, the hefty lefty, uh, the round mound of touchdown. And then Munson would just call him Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my story that I always tell, and I've probably told it on this podcast every time we played Kentucky, but I'm going to tell it again is when I went up there in uh, your freshman year, actually, John. In the year in the year two thousand, uh, when we played at Kentucky, I remember, and I may not be getting this entirely right. Uh, oh wait, okay, I think it was uh, Josh Millard was like hanging yes. on Lorenzen's back, and Lorenzen like threw the ball backwards over his head, and it was com- it was a completed pass. And you're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, how is this even possible? Uh, so that was also, by the way, That's total so side funny. note. That was a uh, Corey Phillips. Uh, was quarterback that game, um, but I digress. But yeah, oh, no. you just you just mentioned you just mentioned two guys that I think are working selling insurance from a buddy a buddy of friends of mine a, a, a friend of mine's company. Josh Millard <laughs> and Corey Phillips. I think so. I'm going to ask him. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Corey. I know Corey Phillips is. I'm I'm pretty sure Millard is too. I have to ask Matt Moore. David, Matt Moore. David Green, Matt Sinscombe. Okay. Uh, you mean John John Sinscombe? Uh, sorry, uh, John Siscombe. Yep, got it. Uh, who else? Um, oh, Joe, Joe T. Joe T. Uh, yes, yes. All of those guys are at my buddy's. Oh, Sonny, uh, Sonny Siler. <laughs> nice. So when we nice. make the jokes about interns, like that's that's yeah, legit. that is a real thing. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Sterling Seacrest and partners. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, yeah. They, the the man was hard to bring down. He was hard to bring down. Um. Let's see. Fletcher Proctor. <laughs> Will Levis puts mayo in his coffee. Ever tried it? And what's the weirdest thing that you do that you find delicious that others might find disgusting? Fletcher says that he enjoys cold gravy out of the can or jar. Oh. So this this oh. mayonnaise thing in coffee, like I cannot understand this. Like I like mayonnaise on a sandwich, but like Wait, is that is that real? I thought it was a joke. No, that's real. So at the SEC Media Days, he like showed it. There's video of him putting mayonnaise in his coffee. What? It's gross. Is, is yeah. this guy from is this guy from Canada? Because they put like mayonnaise on French fries, right? Uh yeah. Yeah. Uh that's like yeah. a Dutch, that's like a Dutch thing. So right, like, I was gonna say I, I think that's more he, like Europe. Is he Dutch? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so gross. We're gonna, we're gonna put glasses on it. Gotta put glasses on it. <laughs> you know, which you know, you know, the uh the opening play that we reviewed from the opera game, that's that's where that call came from. Um yes. But so do you have anything weird? I was going to say, like, I don't think this is weird, but you would say that it's gross. Just the fact that I eat pickles. You eat pickles. I was just about to say. <laughs> and olives. Ugh. I No, no, no. I don't do the olives. I was. Those are the uh, instructions for optional things on the B-Dip. I don't like olives. My kids do. And Kim does. I don't. Uh, it was black olives. I still, I don't like black olives either. But anyways. Think things that I like. Oh, well, I mean, have you ever had egg foo young? I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not huge on it, but I mean, I've had it. My wife and kids think the egg for young is disgusting and I love it. Mm. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of anything else that like, I'm, I'm a mixer. I'm a food mixer. So I would say that like, I mix my food. Okay. So like when we're talking about like Thanksgiving, 
and mashed potatoes and mm. yeah. casserole and all that stuff. Like I'll, I'll mix all this. I'll, I'll just mix it all together. All right. I've got one. I've got one that Kim makes fun of me. I don't think this is weird because this is how, this is how I grew up and I, I haven't done this in forever, but a spaghetti sandwich. So a like spaghetti sandwich. Okay. We used to take like, if you had like some like leftover meat spaghetti mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then put mm-hmm. it between two pieces of bread and just eat it like, as a sandwich. Like garlic and, bread or like wonder bread. Uh, just like, yeah, just like wonder bread. You can maybe toast it. What? Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, it's a lot of carbs. <laughs> Kim, Kim, I'm with you on this one. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird AF. <laughs> I thought I so, thought you were gonna go. I thought you're gonna go garlic bread on me because I was. I'm on board with the garlic bread spaghetti sandwich because I have definitely done that. I've done that yeah. at the table. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you could do that, but yeah, but I would just put it on bread. We can just put it on bread. No, so yeah. that's weird. Okay, so that's hey, weird. so I feel like I feel like we found a worthy answer for Fletcher. All right, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like anything. Is there anything that I eat that's weird? I'm sure See, my you wife, just don't I have to you, I have to ask my wife. I have to ask my okay. wife. I just okay. I just ignore I ignore the haters, Jim. I ignore the haters. <laughs> fair, fair. You do you. That's fair. <laughs> you you uh, just eat up all the pickles and I'll throw them at you next time I see you. <laughs> I'll be eating a Chick-fil-A sandwich. You're gonna have a pickle fly in your face. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah, whatever. Pickles are good. I don't okay. Anyways, I'm um, hey man, I'm gonna give them to you. So in the same in the same vein, JR Real just chimes in. Uh do you think Levi's ate enough banana peel and drank enough mayonnaise with his coffee? <laughs> and he added, what is hashtag sorry, Carter. So uh, I, I love it when we get the sorry, Carter in, in, in the form of a question uh, that was money. All right. All hold right. On. So we talked about the mayonnaise. Did, does he eat banana peels too? Yeah. So I, you know, that one, I didn't even really notice that, but oh, actually, yes, I have seen a video of him. He eats, he eats like the whole banana. He just eats. I've seen a video of him just eating the entire banana. <laughs> I've got to see this video. Please send uh, this video. Oh my okay. gosh! I'm about well, to we'll put it. We'll put it in the show notes. We. Will, oh I my gosh! The show. I won't put it in the show notes, but I'm gonna see it again. Um. All right, we got a fun game next, John. Uh, Hug dog came up with. Hug dog came at us with a game of Would You Rather. Did so you see this? so so I know so I know that this is like a good question because we got a ton of answers. I was like, wait. Because right. I, I went on a date with my daughter today and we were out at the bowling alley playing video games and all this stuff while my, my oldest older kids played bowling or whatever. Uh, she didn't want to bowl. Um, and I remember like I got home, I was like, holy cow, what the hell happened on Twitter? <laughs> and it was all the people answering Jason's question. I was like, Jason, this is a great question. So here we go. Let's roll. All right. So would you rather drink a bourbon in the stands at a cold Kentucky Georgia game or drink a cold beer in Sanford during a hot September home game? Mm. I think I'll take a cold beer. I'm going to take cold beer in Sanford Stadium for sure. All right. Would you rather blow Kentucky out or win a close game so Kirby has reason to coach him up? I'd rather blow him out. (laughs) But he's, he's specifically talking about blow Kentucky out. Yeah, so I said, would you rather blow Kentucky out? So is the win? win? So is is the win a close game against Kentucky, or is it yeah. against anybody? Okay, all right, blow them out. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather? I, I was I was taking it as like win a close game against like someone else. Okay. <laughs> would you rather run for two fifty or pass for three hundred? I'd rather run for two fifty. <laughs> Who are we talking to? Come on. So, <laughs> I this year I would say I would rather pass for three hundred. Yeah, that's fine. That's true. Although I'll say that those numbers, I would say that those numbers are somewhat unfair. So, like a two, if you're if you're running for two hundred fifty yards, like that's like that's like that gets me excited. That's borderline erotic. Yeah, it's a lot. I would say I would say if it was like passed for like five hundred, like 
that would be like borderline erotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe four fifty. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll go, I'll go. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch because two fifty is just like that's just ungodly. Yeah, that's oh man, I need to add months and saying this is ungodly to, to the soundboard. That's a good one. <laughs> um all right, would you rather expose Levis as a fraud or humble Chris Rodriguez? Humble Chris Rodriguez. One. Okay, that's where that's actually where I was gonna go. Because I feel like Levis has already exposed himself <laughs> as a fraud <laughs> based on based on their production. Okay, I like that. Good answer. Yeah. Um, and then would you rather attend a game? With 20 degree wind chills or sit in a hot as hell humid stadium sweating your tail off. 20 degrees, that's brutal. Uh, I'll, take, is, I'll take what? I'll take hot I'll take hot as hell sweating my sweating my tail off because I, I think, 20 degrees that I mean that's like yeah. And wind and wind oh wait, 20 degree wind chill. Wind okay, chill. So 20 degree wind chill. wind chill. All right, so that's a little that's a little different. So you know it's probably in the 30s. Yeah, probably in the thirties. Get a little twenty wind chill. That's pretty. It's still cold. I don't. I don't deal well with cold. I'll take the hot game. Uh, I'll take the hot game. Yeah, there's a reason why. If there's, a, I'll, I'll tell you, Jason. Ask Hush Puppy if their attendance numbers drop when it starts getting to be thirty degrees at F three. <laughs> where <laughs> nice. where Hush Puppy goes. There's nice. a reason. There's a reason why the numbers start to creep up when in spring. <laughs> nice. Uh, he just rounds it out by saying, thanks, boys. Head to, K- to Kentucky on Wednesday, and I may or may not be visiting multiple distilleries. Go dogs. So Man. love it, Jason. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, Buffalo Trace is a mag- magical place. I'd love to, I'd love to jump on, I'd love to jump on that, on that, uh, that train. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, definitely, uh, a part of the enticement for the, uh, Georgia takeover, um, I know, uh, I know Dwight's doing a, um, a Buffalo trace. I know he's, he's, he's heading up there as well. So it will mm-hmm. be good times had by all. All right, John, it is now time. Oh my God. Oh my God. A freshman trying to put glasses on. It is time for coach. Tribbles. Ungodly. <laughs> I gotta add that. Gotta add that. Uh, need to add by the skin of a toothbrush. That's another good one. I love that one. Oh, lady luck. There's so many oh. things we could add. So good. So good. Uh, all right, coaches over unders. Um, all right, John, you are still in the lead. You have the honors. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Mm, so we're doing off- a UGA offense. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll go first on this one. Ooh, ooh, man. Like taking the ball. Okay. Uh, over under. Two and a half Georgia passing touchdowns. There's a reason. <laughs> okay. There's a okay. reason. So I, I I like I like this first one because I'm gonna go over. Okay. Ooh, man. Ooh, I'm also going over. Okay. Um Georgia rushing yards over under 200 rushing yards. It's my turn. I have an I have under. I also have under. Okay. Um some background there. We average 192 and they actually only allow 135 on average. So I actually did a little research on that one. Uh, okay. I'm Um, I'm just, I'm just going to say like, I'm just not like, I need, I need the offensive line to uh, the the inconsistent. I'm back. We're back to the Stacey Searles conversation. Right. Right. (laughs) So hilarious. Yeah. I mean, John, you've met him now. We can't, we didn't work things out. When you yell at him. I got a fever. (laughs) Uh, the only so prescription good. for it is more rushing yards. <laughs> uh, all right, back to you. Uh, Georgia players that score over under four and a half. Over. Uh, agreed. Over. Um, okay, my turn. We're on the defense now. So forced turnovers, uh, one and a half. Um, 
I've got over. Under. Under. Okay. FYI, Kentucky is minus four in the t- turnover margin. Uh, so they're even worse than we are. Um, all right. Next up, uh, your turn. Georgia sacks over under three and a half. Over. Agreed. Over. That's right around what they average given up. Um, and then my turn, Kentucky passing yards over under 225. And I've got under. Mm, I'm going to go under. Okay. Uh, let's see. Your turn. Special teams over under four and a half Kentucky punts. I'm, run- I'm sorry. I'm running the maths <laughs> over. Okay. I'm going to go under. Mm. I think they're going to turn it over on downs a couple of times. No. So that's why there's my twist. All right. And then I guess I, I think I go first on this last one over under trap game references by Gary Danielson over under set at one and a half. Um, Ooh, man, I wrote down. I wrote down the over. I said over. I'm going to stick with what I wrote down. Over. If Gary's mentioning trap games, that means that he's thinking that we're in danger. No. no. Do you want, do you want my reasoning? And this what? Is why I think he's going to talk about. This was last... supposed to be a trap game. <laughs> no, no. I think he's going to talk about that Kentucky lost a trap game last week to Vanderbilt. I think that's uh... that's my logic. That's my logic. It's not this game. Just this game, general, just general mentions of trap game. Right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Clarifications, there's, Jim. Thank you for the clarifications. Over. There's my. There's my. Okay. Uh, okay. So we agree on that one. All right, Coach Trill. Thank you as I, always. I think, I, think, I think a better. I think a better. A better future. Looking ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking ahead to the is wait. Uh. Well, no. The, the next the Georgia Tech. There's no way Georgia Tech could be a three thirty game, right? Well. Uh, I mean, John, I guess this is we had I, it in the no, news and notes. We know what time no, it is. No, I know, I know. Uh, not not a CBS game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. correct, correct. Yeah, it's an it's ESPN noon. Uh, looking ahead, I think I think a better line for the Gary the SEC championship is probably going to be number of times we say "shut up, Gary." <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we like Gary. We we, we well, we, we like him like more. We like we like Gary more than others. That's that's. And that's a I low was, bar. That's a low I, bar. I, I gotta, I gotta hand like maybe, maybe it's just like our audience, but like, can we have a round of applause? There was no Gary hate in the questions. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Although I know I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was against Tennessee. I'm trying to remember. Somebody tweeted us who was like, "Sorry, Mike got a podcast, but Gary's driving me crazy." <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Which, like, I was in the stadium, so I, I don't know what he was doing. So uh, that's funny. All right. Thanks, coach. Always appreciated. And uh, thank you for, you know, you know, new, uh, new in season three, coach Bill tracks them for us. So we'll, we'll check in on the standings uh, in our review episode. Um, all right. Let's hit the final predictions. Um, so the line uh, is Georgia favored by 22 and a half. Uh, the over under is 49 and a half. Uh, that would give us an implied score based on the line of Georgia 36 to Kentucky 13 and a half. Um, our guys at Chapel Bell Curve, um, the CBC, R2, Sam, they do a dog quant, uh, has Georgia winning 29.4 to 8.4. Um, and then we always look at Odd Shark. Their predicted score is Georgia 33.4 to Kentucky 16.6. That would be a win. That would not be a cover, and that would be the over. Uh, so that's what they've got. What do you got, John? Hmm. Or do you want me to go? I'm going to ask you to go. All right. So I I did my uh, my impacted score analysis again. Um, so the hilarious thing about that is if you take look at looking at Power Five opponents o- only, 
and you look at like how much more we've been scoring against teams than they give up and how much less teams have been scoring against us as opposed to what they usually score. If you apply that to Kentucky, uh, we would win this game like 37 to two. (laughs) 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 So, (laughs) so I'm not going to pick that. I'm not going to pick that. Savage that is. Where's, is that, is that in the links? Is that in the links? Uh, I may not have given you a link that I'll send that to you. Of course. Sorry. Coach Snell, I'm throwing a flag on the play. His withholding analysis. <laughs> I'm throwing a flag on the play. The preview notes do not have this link. I'll say, hey, I, I shenanigans. Keep, I, shenanigans. I keep some things in my own notes because I don't want you to, you can't, you know, I can't like spoil everything for you. You got to have some like, natural reactions. We, we've talked about this, this metric though. Like it was something that oh, we, yeah, yeah. John was tracking it for us last year. So maybe that yeah. I'll give, I'll give it to you. John was tracking it for us last year. Okay. John, fair. by the way, Where's that? Where's where's the dog dispatch like impact numbers? Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've it's got good. it. I've got it. It's in a Google sheet. I'll send it to you. You should you, uh, should, you should you should dump that into the dog central for the for the subscribers. I'll throw that. I'll throw that out there. I'll throw that out there. Um, so my modified because I'm not going to predict that they're going to have a safety against us. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go Georgia 38 to 10, and that 38 may be a little low, maybe than what people are thinking. But again, I, I think they're going to Kentucky is just going to they're going to try to keep the ball and just limit uh the damage so i'm gonna go georgia 38 kentucky 10 mm. i i had similar thoughts i'm gonna go i'm gonna go 34 to 13 okay wow okay yeah i feel like there's some field goals in there but one score sure sure awesome good stuff as always um what uh let me ask you this you think there's going to be because we're recording early you think there's any change up any shifts in the college football playoff at all this week? I mean, I would assume the top four will kind of stay the same, right? How are we um, defining shifts? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess this, we'll still have I mean, what Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. I think still what, be the top four. Maybe you could help me because I, I I feel like I looked at this. Um, I did a bunch of yard work and like in in between little breaks or whatever, I was like trying to think about it because you you have a lot of you have a lot of time to think when you're doing yard work, right? Like, <laughs> Yes. Like, yeah, I think about these things. Um, I was like, I'm trying to think of, think through like, what are the, the possibilities? Cause I think like the Fiesta bowl is one and is it the Chick-fil-A bowl? Like, isn't yeah, it? Is a, yeah. Peach, the, the peach bowl the peach is bowl. one of the semifinals. So what, yeah. do, what do we have to be ranked to be in the peach bowl is what I'm trying to figure out. Um, so we want, well, it all depends on like who was where, I mean, if we're number one, we will be in the peach bowl because basically we're like, the higher ranked team gets like kind of preferential treatment for less travel kind of deal. So really, okay. Yes. So it's not. It's the, not like it's not like predetermined. Like no, 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 no. no. Oh, yep, correct. Okay, okay, so if we're number okay. one, um, got it. We'll got go it. to the Peach Bowl. Got it, dude. Yep. So that's that's why it is important, um, you know, to get that number one seed. I agree. I agree. That said, so, yeah. like you think that like. I don't know. Of course, there's all these all these teams are teams not named Alabama, but isn't um, it great? Isn't it great though that like I I because I've always said like like why can't you eliminate these guys? And it does <laughs> it, it does feel pretty good that you're sitting here in November and they're out of the picture. So that's they lost cool. they lost the teams that are way worse than us too, which is even more great. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I, anyway, the reason I asked that question was you know I'm trying to figure out like what. 
what what bowl like if you were to like let's assume you know you know we we continue to win out like Vegas is probably going to have us favored by uh, on everything I think I think at this point like as of recording like they've got lines out for the SEC championship so we're we're favored by twenty two against Kentucky. I'm not sure what we're favored by Georgia Tech. Have you even looked at that? I haven't seen anything. I, I mean, I'm sure there's like a looking yeah. everywhere, but I haven't looked at it. But we're favored as of today. I believe the we're favored by fifteen against I LSU. Saw that. Yeah, SEC, SEC that sounds about right. So we're yeah. we're favored by multiple scores by by all all the rest of the team. So by and large, we should you know on paper run the table the rest of the way, which means that we would maintain the number one ranking. Um, I guess that means that we would end up in the Peach Bowl. Um, but if you didn't go to the Peach Bowl, would you prefer to go somewhere else or do you want to be at the Peach Bowl? I want to be at the Peach Bowl. Because I want to be at the Peach Bowl. Nice. So yeah, my my like Kirby type answer is going to the Rose Bowl hurt us in 17 because we had a short turnaround. We played that game. It was late. We didn't get home till super late. So we had a shorter week than Alabama did that but, in, in, in 2017. So, but is the Ro- the Rose Bowl is not an option? Though, no, no, no. Right? I'm just saying, like, but that's, but I'm just saying, the Peach Bowl is the antithesis of the Rose Bowl. You want to be as close to home as you can in the playoff period. That's my point. No, it is not the Rose Bowl. It's I'm pretty sure it's the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, which is in uh, Phoenix, right? Which is or still Bl- like it's Glendale. Out West. It's in Glendale. Yeah. So that again, you don't want to go there. Like you would. I mean, not that you don't want to go there. You would much prefer to go to the, the Peach Bowl to the to the Fiesta Bowl. For logistics reasons, less travel, mm-hmm. less wear and tear. You know, these yeah. are kids, right? So yeah. you want yeah. you want them as close to home. I know it's like uh, it might be a more fun trip, maybe I guess to go to the Fiesta Bowl, but you don't yeah. want you you want the home game. You know, you want I'll, the you want the bus ride to the Peach Bowl. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I looked into. I looked into. Um, we were talking about doing. I think I told you this. We were looking into um, in, instead of doing Christmas presents, we we're looking at experiences, and I was like. And what is what's the what's the fiesta book? Where's that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's funny. That's funny. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I would I would I would for sure selfishly prefer the Peach Bowl, obviously. Um our record yep. in our record there, like recent in recent years has not been as good, but um I'd rather I'd oh, still hey, rather be, I'd still rather be there. We've won our last uh well we yeah, we won our last game there, I guess. I mean we lost Oregon. the national championship. We lost yeah. the national championship and we lost the SEC championship when it mattered, yeah. right? Like those are yep. the games that, that mattered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Regular season, you know, yeah, notwithstanding. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. postseason. Postseason yeah, yeah, yeah. not been good. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah. When we won the twenty twenty or whatever, January twenty to twenty one. Or was it it was on New Year's Eve? The the, the Cincinnati Peach Bowl. But yeah, you know, what like that was a New Year's six. That was not a uh, not a playoff game. So yeah, Correct. you're right. You're right. Yep, but yeah, no, but you want you want to be there, so yeah, I'd be, be interested to see. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of lot of movement to be made. Um, we'll be uh, everyone's gonna be watching TCU, and then what happens in the Pac-12 with UC with USC? That's gonna dictate, I think, what happens with the playoff. So, 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 so Jim, help the, help the people out. You're a Georgia fan. Who are you rooting for this weekend? Who do we need to be rooting for? Uh, I mean, you want. Uh, so I actually don't want chaos. I know you're a big fan of chaos. No, um, no, no. I'm actually, I, I literally do not care about chaos at all right now. Okay. All I care about is the university of Georgia and the university of Georgia, not beating itself. Like okay. period, I, you, period you, in the story. That said, the only other, only other tangible that I have is that I want everybody else 
in the SEC to just burn and burn and burn a slow, slow death. Right. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, you could have Tennessee lose at South Carolina Saturday night. That would be, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's one thing. Um, again, it, it, I don't want this to sound like that. Like I don't want to play Tennessee again. Like I'm scared of them or something like that, but I just, I don't think non-division winners should go to the playoff period. So I want them to not be in there because of that. Cause that's my stance. Hold on. Hold on. Timeout. Yeah. Like this is not like a, a my got a podcast timeout, but this is just a like Zach Morris like timeout. Like we just hate Tennessee. Like I, I yeah, exactly. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with those people. We're done. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them I, to play off because of that. I don't. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to deal with that nonsense anymore. Like we we literally like showed you how big ours was. You showed us how small yours was, and we're done. <laughs> okay. So so here's your rooting. You want obviously you want Georgia to win out. Obviously, we already established Obviously. that. You want uh, you want TCU to win out and win uh, the Big Twelve. Okay. You want that to happen? Are they, are they playing this weekend? Do we know? Um, I actually don't know because they beat Quit. they just beat Texas. Texas. Is it? Oh, they just beat Texas. Okay. They just played Texas. Is it Baylor? It might be Baylor. Oh, that was. I think that's. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so we'll. Why don't you do some Google's and put glasses on it, and we'll come back to confirm that. Um, looking, you want looking, uh, this looking, is yep, not you're a, correct. They play okay, Baylor, Baylor at at noon. They they have okay. a nooner. Okay, you want you want USC to win out and win the Pac-12 championship game. You want that to happen, um, and then you want the you want either Ohio State or Michigan to win out and win the big, uh, the big 10. And if their game is super close, you actually want, I think you want Ohio state, Michigan next weekend to be a close game. Okay. Um, so I'm, so I'm going to, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this. I'm going to okay. be rooting for, I'm going to be rooting for TCU because mm-hmm. I think it's a good story. It's a good Cinderella story. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause I don't think anybody did. You didn't have TCU on your bingo card. No. Did you? I had Utah. So don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> different conference but that, that that was my kind of sleeper yeah yeah i mean no no nobody had tcu um yeah, no, no. so we'll be rooting for tcu obviously georgia so that's two teams um mm-hmm. i will say uh, i'm a little i'm a little nervous for this uh because this is a rivalry game because usc is playing US, ucla this weekend yeah. Num- yeah number seven versus number 16 so that's a that's a big game for them so it is. if you're a it georgia is. fan you're probably you got eyes on that game yeah um the other one, um, Ohio State, Michigan. Of those two, we've already beat the snot out of Michigan. The one team in this entire like universe of college football playoff and Justin Fields and <laughs> all that nonsense that we have not had a chance to even like flirt with is Ohio State. I want Ohio State, and on mm-hmm. paper, we want Ohio State because on paper. They're the only team that I feel like could even compete with us. But if you look at the body of work, I still like our chances. I okay. want UGA versus Ohio State in the national championship. So bring it on. Nice. I like it. I like it, John. That's good. That's good. It, it will all be it will all be settled. Uh, only a couple of weeks left, man. We're going to know pretty soon. We're going to know sooner. I mean, I, I can't believe that we're here already that has gone by this fast. It goes by so fast every year once you're in there. I think, so. I think it didn't hit me until Coach Trill was messaging us with his with his over-under scores from, from last week that, like, this makes me sad that there's only five games left or something like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, we got two left in the regular season. We, we hope there's yeah. five games left, right? <laughs> I, don't, no. I like that po- the positive thinking. That's awesome. Listen, listen. 
we 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 have already said it. We've shown it throughout the entire. Like we're we're this is this is uh, we're we're almost at Thanksgiving. It's the end of November, right? Yeah. This is this is who we are. Like the only yeah. team that can beat us is the University of Georgia. Period. End of story. I, there's no worry. Like uh, this is like Matt Walsh or whatever, whatever is uh, or Crowder, lateral Crowder, or whatever his name is. Changed my mind. Yeah. Yep. The only team that can beat Georgia is Georgia. Changed my mind. And yep. no one's changed my mind yet. Fair. I think it. No, I totally agree. I'm with you, man. All right. Well, uh, I know we'll be talking throughout the week. Sounds like we maybe te- texting maybe on Friday or on Saturday. I think we're both uh, readily available. <laughs> yes. I feel like uh, I feel like we need Jason and, and crew. If you guys are um, Dwight, you know, any anybody that's out there that's listening, um, please tweet us. Your your yes. bourbon trail tweet us your bourbon trail experience so we can live vicariously through you because we Jim and I both have kids and you know I have young kids and I, I there's a, there's a part of me that like I looked at it and I was like ooh I would <laughs> really like to just drive up there like how far is it I think I messaged you it was it was it's like it's like five or it's like it's less than the time that it takes me to drive to the beach and I was mm. thinking about it I was thinking about yeah. it. It's a it's a pretty drive. I'll say that it's it's been years since I've done it. I did it twice in college. I haven't done it since. Um, mm, I've never done it. I've never been to Kentucky. I, I'm, okay. I'm gonna have to go. We're gonna have to get. We're gonna have to do a uh, a my got a podcast meetup at uh, at Buffalo Trace Distillery mm-hmm. at some point. Ooh, that sounds excellent. We will have to do that. I like it. Yes. I like it. All right, man. Looking forward to it, and uh, we'll be there watching, cheering on the dogs on Saturday against the Wildcats. Absolutely. I just ordered some cigars. I'm going to bust them out this weekend. Let me tell you that. Nice. Nice. Go dogs. Go dogs.